All right, boys, episode 22, take two. Here we go. What are you, what are you laughing at, Ray? You? Uh, I was trying to read your shirt, but... Oh. Kid can't even read. <laughs> nope. No, I can't. There's like three words, too. Yeah. Murder buck. <laughs> so, the story I have for you guys is I played golf today, and we were sitting in the, on the like pavilion at Twain after, and... Some of the, they were part of the skins group. They normally played in the skins group. We were not playing with them today. And the one guy, three guys, are over there just stroke into Shambo. Dude's hitting it so far. And I couldn't help it. <laughs> couldn't help it. Hey, you guys talking about Shambo over there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's gonna win he's gonna win a major this year. I'm like, he'll never win a fucking major. They're like, really? And I'm like, Never. The one guy, which was, I'm not going to say disappointing, it didn't surprise me, but it did. The one guy used to be a uh, teaching pro. And I said to him, like, how long have you, how long did you teach? He said, I've been playing golf for 60 years. I said, I didn't ask you that. I said, how long were you teaching the game? Right? Like, you're supposed to know the golf swing. He said, around 30 years, 35 years. I said, did you ever teach anybody to chip? With straight arms, with no wrist hinge, ever? Well, he'll get it figured out and go, when? Because he's he's not going to. If he's not willing to change his wedges, and he chips one way, so the guy's 110th on tour from 100 yards in it, that doesn't win you majors. Because you have to, if you're 100 yards on a, on a major championship golf course, there's a really good chance that if you miss that bad with your wedges that he does... There's probably the way those greens are sloped and speeds. There's a good chance that it like rolls off in a bad spot. Think think about Piner number two. Yeah, those that, are thing, like that thing would have been forty yards. Turtlebacks. Yeah. yeah. And th- and I said, okay, let me ask you this: If he ever wins a major, which one do you think he wins? Well, the British Open. I go, holy cow! How much you been drinking? <laughs> I go, he gets in one pot bunker. He's done. Yeah. Done. He hits it in the fescue once. Done. He can't get it out. He can't. He can't. doesn't know how to pick the club up and steep, get steep on it and the rough. Tries me. I know you love when I rant on this guy. So, yeah, I'd, I had to take three old dudes who just sit around and be like, oh, yeah, it's so far. I mean, like, you guys are idiots. Sorry. I would oh. say no offense, but it's all offense. You guys well, are morons. Well, he hits it like 200 yards further than them, so. Well, that's not hard. <laughs> They're like, you'll win a major before Tiger does. Like, yeah, and I got it. Never mind. <laughs> no. Tiger has 15 majors. Let's not even get into that debate right. comparing the two of them. <laughs> this, I, Shut up. I got nothing. Very good. <laughs> I got nothing on that. And like you said, Tiger, you said Tiger was. That, the media said. They played, but it's they the, played practice rounds. Nobody in the media can hit it hard, farther than 200 yards. Yeah. It, he, DeChambeau even said Tiger was hitting <clears> at like 325 today. Yeah. Yeah. So You probably played. beat DeChambeau by 10. <laughs> Yeah, they played the practice round, and the media was hyping it up that Tiger was giving all this praise to DeChambeau. Also, remember, DeChambeau was just being, or excuse me, Woods was just being polite. And, and remember Tiger's captain, President's Cup. So if it comes down to it in two years, I, I, I think DeChambeau will probably be on, be on the team, but just even trying to figure him out. If I'm the captain, I'd say, hey, learn how to chip. <laughs> Would you ever... <laughs> Ever leave it a foot in front of you again on a neat and, ten and foot chip? How do we know he might, he might have been telling him to try something different? These guys were convinced like he's going to figure it out. I'm like, and, no. And if you're Deshambo, why aren't you 
asking him questions, right? Because he's got the ego. Well, he thinks right. he knows I everything. Think, I think my words last week were better than thou. <laughs> That's how he feels. I mean, he just, yeah. I mean, the guy's floating ego. his golf balls. What did I say? Ego outweighs his intelligence. Uh, yeah. That's your answer. I, I threw my golf balls in the bucket today. Did you? Grab yeah. some salt? Yeah. Threw a little tape on them. <laughs> They all flipped over. I just threw them all out. The only time I've thrown golf balls into a bucket was <laughs> trying to clean the golf balls in the water. bag. Yeah. That's it. Stirred it a little bit. And they all went back in the shag bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just tired of the hype. We're going to find out this week because I think this isn't Detroit National or whatever golf club where the fairways you can land yeah. a 747. Yeah. We're going to find out this week. I agree. Do you think he, got, do you think he finishes – Top 25 this week. I think he misses the cut. Oh, boy. I, I think he finishes top 25. He's trunk slamming Friday afternoon. <laughs> is, wait, is that – that's but that's a I hate DeChambeau No, answer. that's a hey, we're going to go play a real golf course. <laughs> Do you want to come? I, I think he still finishes top 25 this week. Trunk slamming. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Five bucks on it? Five bucks to you if he's T25 or better. And five bucks to you if he misses a cut. Five bucks to me if he finishes below that or trunk slams. Does Russ want the five bucks in between? No, because he hates him too. I'm just going to sit back and <laughs> enjoy this one. All right. You guys want me to hold the five bucks? <laughs> no wallets upstairs. All right. I'm just kidding. Sorry, we'll have plenty of time. We'll be there Friday. I mean, yep. He'll be there Friday and be my presence. We'll, we'll see. What time do you tee off Friday? What, one o'clock? One o'clock. Yeah. You're behind us. You're yeah, like four behind. groups behind us, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I just we'll probably have our own bet, so maybe I can take his money on the golf course. I'd almost want to just get in a cart and follow that around as long as there's <laughs> plenty of shit talking going on. <laughs> because our practice round is a rematch kind of to last year. Yep. Where we're in a playoff. Yep. So instead of two playoff holes, they gotta look at us for eighteen holes. I might air press in the first hole. So you should bet them and <laughs> tell them you want a couple strokes because they beat you last year. Just, just <laughs> yeah, throw that out there for I don't want Ricky to pay me in pro visa. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask for strokes, Ricky will walk off the course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might hit my first tee shot and admit it and be like, air press. <laughs> you guys are already pressed. <laughs> All right. Golf this week was pretty good. Um <clears throat> That playoff, I wish fans were available for. Dude, yeah, yeah that's – and I heard somebody say it today. I was listening – I don't know what I was listening to. But it feel when someone hits a really good shot or when Morikawa and JT make those birdies on the first playoff hole, that place would have been yeah. so loud and it's just crazy. quiet. That, that's what uh, Jim Nance said during the broadcast was that we may have just gotten robbed of one of the all-time great fan reactions on that yeah. first playoff hole. Yeah, that was – I wish, of course, this was this had happened earlier and was tape delayed because they thought weather was coming. So when I was watching it, we already knew the outcome. Oh. I wish we didn't know the outcome. I didn't I want to know the outcome, and I got an ESPN alert on the way home. So I, oh, yeah. I was trying to not find out so I could go home and watch it. And then you know you sit down and watch TV, immediately open social media, and there's boom, Colin Morikawa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I, yeah. I watched I watched it live. It was it was the cojones on Morikawa to drop that. 25 foot birdie after JT drops a 50 foot birdie. I, my, I mean, great putt. 
my question is my thought afterthought. I wonder if Morikawa puts that different if JT misses his putt and just two putts. I mean, you have 25 feet straight down the hill. You don't want to run it by. If, mm-hmm. if JT runs it up there and he's kicking it in for par, I you don't want a three putt. I don't think he does because he had kind of seen the same putt a whole prior from JT. Yeah, but he's got to be more he, aggressive. With it. He's got to make sure it goes in. Yes, but he knew because even when JT had the putt to win it on 18 – coming down in regulation, the couple groups prior, guy had the same putt. He was like a foot left, and they're like, well, this thing goes left at the end. And JT hit it right edge, and it went right. Yeah, I was going to say Morikawa's so, putt went back so, right at the end. Yeah, so he, so I think he he knew JT, I think his one in regulation was like 20 feet maybe, 15 feet. But I th- it was a pretty similar line, so. And he, then had, if, he had an idea of what it did. And if you'd had fans, as loud as it would have been, I think you brought that up to me. Yeah. Would he, would he been able to kind of settle down and hit that 25-footer right. down the hill? Yeah. Yeah, because that, that would, it would have been loud for or know, throw up 15, on a split 20 choice. seconds. I think Morikawa's got ice in his veins and a crowd reaction wouldn't have bothered him, me personally. Yeah. So. Does he play as well this week or is it a kind of a yeah. letdown? I think, no, I think he goes out there and he's in contention again. Yeah. I think that kid is the real deal and might be the best out of all the young. Flew under the radar yeah, coming out on tour. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had to compete with Wolf. Well, he got his first win. Else. Yeah, he got his first win. I think he beat Wolf in a playoff, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So that was his first win. Which, by the way, Morikawa now has more PJ Tour wins. He has missed yes. cuts. I have that written Wait, down. I was so going to mention. Everybody's that. been mentioning that, and then uh, Peter Costas. Said everybody's talking about that. Tiger had more majors for 15 years than he had missed cuts. Touche. Touche. Yeah. That's a pretty good for, stat, too. Yeah. It, but, but for a kid fresh out on now, tour. Right, yeah. Nowadays, I, mm-hmm. I think that's. You got guys. Tiger's stat doesn't take away from what yeah, Mark Howard's right, doing. Yeah. Right oh, now. no. Yeah. Got, it's still good. But. Got guys shooting four under missing the cut. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think. Morikawa does contend this week. DeChambeau trunk slams, and JT's back in contention. I think we're going to see. So, because of the weather, they had threesomes on Sunday. So, Victor Hovland was with them. Yeah. I think the three of them are going to be battling it out again, personally. Yeah. I think Hovland's, like, on the cusp of winning another yeah. one. Yeah. I really do. I mean, because he won an off event, I believe, of a WGC last year. Try to remember. So, I, I didn't write down. He... T to green, he has been top player since they came back from quarantine. I could see yep. that. Yep. Can definitely see that. He just hasn't been putting well. So. That's a big part of it. you got to put it in the hole. Yep. This week's crazy week, though. They have, I don't know what they call it. Strength of field. It's the strongest out of even a non-major WGC or players since 2000. And it's a better strength of field than 18 majors in the last 20 years. doesn't shock me. It's Jack's tournament, and people right. just want to come out and play. Yeah. And guys have actually missed Jack's tournament in the last few years because of schedule shifting. Right. So probably there's some guys out there like, hey, I should probably go about playing that now. Tiger being one of them, Bubba got, being the other. I got I got Tiger JT walking down 18 in the final group on. Holding Sunday. hands or not? Yes. Okay. 
Sounds like a love story to me. Media might get mad. Not, no social distance. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this weekend? I'm always ready. <clears throat> I just want listen. Last weekend when we went down, it was Quarry Creek. When you leave on Sunday, it'll just be known as the creek. <laughs> You're about I'm, to get broken in. I'm ready. Pin placements, usually green speed. Yep. And usually the course plays a little firmer, a lot firmer. I I, th- I was expecting it Friday when we went down to be more firm than it was. We've got more rain than us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. you could see, I think, how wet the the fairway, and they might have been watering them, but the fairway, even hole one, I was just pin high left in the rough, and it was soaked over there. When he gets to... The first hole, Saturday, and the pin is tucked a few feet behind one of those front bunkers. Front left. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. You're saying, oh, yeah, like you've done this before. I've seen it there, though. Uh, mm. No. That's a tournament pin. Not their tournament setup. That's fine. I'll just hit it to Probably go. your closest spot's going to be 15 feet if you trickle it on or over top of the bunker. Yeah. It's good yeah, time. The, there'll be some uh, – I'm trying to think, well, we've got some good pins. Two will be up front on that first mound. Yep. I, I've never – so Friday was all the way in the back. I've only ever played it up on the front side of that green. I don't think I've ever played a pin. And I, I obviously <laughs> I don't go down there all the time and play, but I've probably played it, I don't know, ten times. I, I, I don't think I've ever played it when it was in the back. It's always in the front somewhere. Twelve will be up top a day. It's almost guaranteed. And there's yes. not a lot of room up there. No. If you're long – when it's up top, you see a lot of people in the rough, long, trying to get there, and then they're trying to chip down to it. You're better off trying to two-putt from the bottom. Yeah. I, did, I did like 15 a lot better. Yeah, 15 is definitely – there's some pin placements there now where there wasn't before. Right. Because before it was uh, it was just a hairy butt crack. Be the best <laughs> way to, Am I wrong? I mean, that's <laughs> – no, They couldn't wrong. get a mower yeah. in there, and there wasn't a lot of places to put the flag, so they'd throw it right in that crevice, and yeah. you'd hit the putt, and it would just – worm its way to the hole and it was just kind of a pain yeah but yeah that was much needed and overdue for sure 18 don't be long and by long i mean anywhere on the green long of the flag <laughs> right yeah so whatever your yardage is go under that i think the only hole i still don't like is 14 i don't know why i, I never play the hole well ever I could hit one right down the fairway and still have. Plays a club longer. Plays a club longer going to the green. Yeah, I just never. I don't know. I just don't. I was gonna say the funny thing is that's probably the easiest green there. Right. Yeah, it's on the flattest. Pretty flat. (laughs) Yeah. I just don't. I never play it well. Yeah, it's usually a club longer going up the hill. Yep. You got to take in the wind consideration too. Even if you slam, even if you go up two clubs, slam it way long. The back fringe, and then there's the hill. It almost always comes back down to the fringe. You're still with a long, flat putt. Yep. And don't be left to seven. Yeah. It's, yeah. If you're left to seven, take five and just walk to the next tee. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you're not getting that up and down. We had, of the eight of us, we had three birdies on Friday. Yeah, that's rare. Yep. You're lucky if you'll have two next weekend. Right. I've seen that. I was gonna say that birdie there can win a skin on the weekend. No question. In this tournament. Yeah, you're. It's if you have two there, it's like wow. Yeah. You might have three tops. Yep. 
I'm trying to think of some other. I mean, you just, I don't know. You got to play it smart. It was funny because you guys were behind us. I look over and Taylor is behind a tree on eight. And I'm in the car with Barry and I said, Oh, is this a bad time to ask you how it's, how everything's going? He goes, man, this place is so gimmicky. I'm like, yeah, it's not gimmicky. You just got to hit it in the right spot. You can't, can't just swing away and hope for the best and get out there. And then he missed, Taylor missed the ball. He missed it. So we get in the cart and Barry goes, hmm, how dare they put trees in a, on a golf course? <laughs> but I talked to Taylor like the day before I went down. And he's he's never played there. Yeah, and he said he looked it up. He's like, "Oh, it looks like from the pictures, I can just kind of hit it anywhere." I'm like, "You can hit it anywhere you want. You might not find it." Right. I'm like, "Can you miss it off the team or an Indian Hill?" Yes. Well, but that was a hard part trying to like explain because even like you're like just aim for the center of the green. Like I, you know, like I, some of them, it's just like hard to like explain to somebody without them walking up to the green and looking at it to realize <laughs> what you're looking at. You know the other thing, too, that people don't realize, and I've explained this to you playing there for you a few times. Mm-hmm. A great example is three. <clears throat> people look at three and they hit that second shot in there, and they hit it deep of the flag and, and they yell for it to come back. Or it gets to the top of the hill and they want it to roll out. Right. That green, when you get on top of it, it's actually flatter than it looks from the fairway. From yeah. the fairway, it looks like there's two dinosaurs buried in it. <laughs> but it's so big, once you get up there, it crests and it kind of gradually flattens out, and yeah. same with the back. It's funny you say that because Taylor was just in the left, left, just in the left rough there. And we got up to the green, he's like, it didn't look like this from the fairway. It doesn't. <laughs> he thought it was flat. <laughs> he thought it was flat from the fairway. What? How yeah. far back was he? I, I said, well, <laughs> he was like, I, he, I don't know, he probably had one probably like 120 or so but i was like i was like weren't you watching cookie because cookie bent down to put his ball down and he like sunk down like below like you couldn't you can only see half of him yeah yeah and he's like i didn't even notice like (laughs) he thought it was flat and he got out there he's like uh this is not what i thought yeah because he hit like the top of the hill and it came back down the hill in the front if you hit the very front of that green it's not gonna it'll roll back but yeah yeah yeah. you hit the very front of that green i don't know looking forward to it's one of the better weekends yep i look forward to in the summer it's kind of Definitely bookmark on my calendar, so yep. can't wait. Friday morning. What time you heading down for you going on Friday? Yeah. Like morning? I don't know, it's supposed to meet with Cali, but I haven't got a time yet from Rupert, so yeah. to be determined, but at some point I'll be heading that way. Yeah. Probably be leaving like eleven or so. Yeah. All right boys, the other big event this week was um UFC two fifty one, which Adam actually watched. He did. Wine making class. Wine making? Yeah. Stomping the grapes. Oh. oh. Is that our first dad joke of the day? <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right. So I know we all have some thoughts, opinions. We all watch this. Um, I tried to do some more research on possible futures for some of these guys. So I'll start with the main event on the undercard. Uh, Ozdemir was knocked out. It was a walk-off knockout. Yeah. From I can't even pronounce this guy's name. Yeah. Jury. Yuri. Yuri. I don't even remember the last. You name. want to give the last name a, a stab? I, I don't even remember. Okay, it starts with a P, ends with an A. It's Polish in between. <laughs> well, you should know it. Oh, he should. Pa. You oh. got it written down. Yeah, it's. I might know. Prochaska. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, the, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I think they're called Yuri, Prochaska. Yeah, Yuri Prochaska. That guy was a clown in the ring. 
dancing around. Yeah. He's doing the arm thing. And <laughs> yeah. Like he was doing I, the, like the, the disco dance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably one out of every 10 events. There's a guy in there that I'm like, I really hope this guy gets knocked out cold. Just gets smoked. He, he was that guy. Yeah. I think that was and, his and debut. Might have been. I didn't look, but yeah, because he wasn't ranked, and now he is. So this is, uh, I mean, good knockout, good fight, um, pretty even fight until then. This isn't good for Ozdemir. No, um, we're talking about a guy who he had he won five fights, then got a title shot, and he lost to DC, then lost to Anthony Smith, then lost to Reyes. He went on a three fight skid against some, you know, yeah, quality fighters, yeah. And then he lost two in a row, and he come back. Or no, he won two in a row. And then this was kind of like, okay, I need to put this in notch in my belt too. And then he gets knocked out. So I don't know where he goes from here, That's other it. than back to the undercard. But yeah, light heavyweight is not as deep as it used to be, but there's still enough names there that you can't be losing fights and trying to move up. <laughs> if the you line. want a title shot, yeah. I don't think there's as many great fighters there as there once were, but there's a whole lot of good fighters. And if you're losing, you're, yeah. You're, I mean, there was a conversation at one time that Ozdemir should fight Jones. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to go no on that one now. Yeah. Not when you lose a prelim fight. Yeah. Sorry. First fight on the main card, Amanda Rebus fought Paige Van Zandt. The only thing I have written down here is I think Paige is done. I agree with that. I think Paige, it was her last fight in her contract. She fulfilled her contract. There's rumor that she goes to Bellator to fight because that's where her husband fights. But when you make more money posting on Instagram and advertising, why would you go fight? Yeah. I think she's done fighting in general. I do too. She's going to do we, – we kind of talked about it last time, whether it's commentating or even acting or something like that. She's got a lot of talents. She was on like, Dancing with Stars and whatnot. Yep, that's right. But if she's making there. more money outside the ring. She looked like she had no interest in being in there. It was a quick tap. Yeah, she yeah. just kind of went through the motions, and as soon as yeah. the girl got her nose, yeah, she, she, I had think, her, she had her arm, and that was seemed like it was just. I also it. think that's because that's the arm she's broken twice now, I believe. And I think the first time she broke it, she had like three surgeries. They had she had plates put in, then plates taken out, and then it got infected. They had to like re-break it, and then put plates back in. Yeah. And then I think the next fight she broke it again. So I think she's had. I think she's broken that arm twice and had like I don't know, like five or six surgeries. So I'm sure as soon as the arm bar sunk in, sunk in on that arm, she was probably ready to tap yeah. right away. Yeah, she. It was a quick tap. She just. You could tell she didn't really care. She was just doing yeah. her thing. She got a yeah. free plane ride to Abu Dhabi and right. Paid and she's gonna go do off the greener pastures, I guess. Yep. Uh, next fight was Jessica Andre versus Rose Yamanunas. I thought Rose won rounds one and two handily, but if this fight would have been a five-round fight, yeah. she probably would have lost. Yeah. yeah, as soon as she got her nose busted, yep. I don't know if it actually broke, but she got hit in the nose pretty hard, started leaking blood big time. I think the fight changed at that point. Yep. But I think she had done – I think that was late second round. Yeah. But she had done enough to win rounds one and two, and then she looked horrible in round three, like she didn't want to get hit again. But yep. she had done enough Left to Left eye was starting to close, too. Yeah, so – yeah, I, I agree. If that went five rounds, I think she didn't look like she had it. But. No. I think she does fight for the belt next. Yeah. That'd be my yeah. guess, depending on when Zhang wants to come back yep. after her fight with uh, Joanna. They are fighting again soon? I don't know. Joanna fought her. That's when Joanna had the big hematoma on her forehead. 
Yeah, yeah. They've been kind of MIA for a while. So there was – I didn't find the post. There was some rumor that Joanna posted something on Instagram hinting that she was done fighting. Really? That she was retiring. Yeah. Like, within the last week. I got so, to look into that. If that's true, then Rose, to me, is the only one that makes sense. For yeah. a title I think shot. right now Rose is the yeah. no-brainer. Yes. Go give her another title yeah. shot. I agree. Then we have Peter Yan fighting Jose Aldo. This fight should have been stopped two minutes before it was stopped. Yep. That was that was hard to watch. Yeah. So did you I don't know, you obviously watch Mac or listen to McAfee a lot. Did you see Dominic Cruz on McAfee? I saw him, I didn't listen to it. So he McAfee was asking him about that. He's like, It's hard because but he's like as soon as Aldo was kind of just covering his head and not doing anything, that's when he should have called it. But he goes at the same time if you because he I guess Cruz lost a fight on a quick call. Yeah, his last fight. His last fight. fight. So he's like, if a guy's still trying to do something, then you 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 don't call it. But Aldo was just covering his head. Just covering his head and taking shots. I I agree with that, Dom Cruz saying that. But Aldo was covering up, not doing anything for like two and a half minutes. Yeah. He wasn't even trying to advance position. He just laid there. Yes. Just in a ball. I agree. If he was there for 20 seconds and then tried doing something, then, yeah, okay, I get that. But after 30 seconds and then a minute passes by, we were all in the room like, holy crap. Just, Just, yeah. That one was bad enough that even it got to the point even the announcers were saying his corner might need to just throw the towel in. Right. Because Aldo is not the kind of guy that was going to tap from punches. Yep. Right. He needed either the ref to stop it or his corner to throw in the towel. So I think when the announcers are saying, should they consider throwing in the towel, even that shows how bad the refing was. So, What do you think is next for Aldo? Uh, I don't know I don't what he know. has left on his contract, if anything at all. I, I, I think Aldo's done. I, yeah, that's kind of why I'm hesitating because you don't know what they're – He's, what, 33? He's not very old, but he's been doing this for he's a long time. Ever. I think – I would lean towards him probably being done also. Yeah, I think he's done. I mean, things could have been – I mean, that was for a belt. I mean, he got a – Yeah. Yeah, gifted the right. opportunity yeah. for the belt. Say that It's always a weird scenario because Cejudo had retired, so he had a vacant belt. It's always weird in that scenario who they end up putting in there, and I think although you could maybe argue he didn't deserve to be in there. I, I think know. you can. And nothing against him. I mean, there was – that's what I have written yeah. down here is, you know, Jan, Peter – He's going to have to fight somebody next. Him and Cody Garbrandt have been jabbering on Twitter. Not sure Cody's ready for a title shot yet, only because Aljamain Sterling and Marlon Morales, I think, are probably better fits for the next shot deserving. Wasn't wasn't Morales number one contender? He was, but I think he had a title shot and he lost. I thought when they showed it on... Saturday, he was still number one. He was, he is, okay. but I think Stern, Alderman Sterling is probably more deserving at this didn't, point. As I say, didn't Sterling win a fight recently, and it was rather impressive. Yeah, so I think he might be on a streak right now. So, yeah. so if he if he wins that fight, then yeah, Sterling makes sense to me. And Jan seemed legit. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. He definitely is. Yep, that's definitely. I don't know. I think Jan's just one of those guys that kind of goes about his work quietly, doesn't really run his mouth a whole lot. Because, I, I, like I said last time, I didn't even really know a whole lot about he was, him. He was number three, right, I think? Could be, yeah. Because I thought it was, and Aldo was six maybe or something like that. I just I know that him and Garbrandt had some some beef in the past. Oh, that that was the fight that 
He knocked out Faber, and then in the back, yeah, no, him and Cody got into it. Right. Well, I mean, Cejudo. Cejudo's last win, and then he retired with the belt. That was the fight over uh, – you were just talking about him on McAfee. The contra- Cruz. Cruz, the yeah. Con- the controversial oh, oh, yeah, yeah, call. yeah. That, now, that was now, that fight. Yeah, now I remember Cruz mentioned that on the show. Yep. Uh, next up was uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, Max Holloway. For, this was a rematch for the belt. Yeah. This was also the first robbery of the night because Max yeah. Holloway won that fight. I agree with that. Did you see FanDuel gave everyone their money back they to did. bet on Holloway? See, that's kind of stupid. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I don't either, but they must have. And uh, Dana White made some comments about it, too. And Dana wasn't yeah. happy about it. Right. Which you and I talked. There was a lot of refs there that I didn't. Herb Dean, I saw him do one fight. Yeah, correct. And Yeah, there were a lot of refs I didn't know. Even the judges, they always read the judges' names uh, during the event, and I don't rem- I don't recall recognizing any of the judges. Yeah, because over here in the states, it's often you see the same judges' names yep. all the time. I, whether you agree with the decision or not, I don't agree with Fanduel refunding money. Yeah, I think they just thought. I mean, I guess it's how they got robbed. And <laughs> yeah, as, but, as McAfee said, McAfee's like he's like obviously I don't I'm an amateur watching this, but he goes when they put up this stat and. Uh, Volkanovsky's body is completely red. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a hint. <laughs> so that, to me, that's like the the game that the Saints lost with the pass interference at the end that was right. blatantly obvious. Yeah. You refund people that bet on the Saints <laughs> just because of a bad referee call. Yeah. That's Fandle's been doing that lately, though, yeah. I heard. It's like yeah, their thing. I don't know if it attracts more uh, people. And then, yeah, I, I mean, if you give someone the money back, they're probably going to turn around and put it back in. And lose yeah, again. 100%, but still, I don't know. Yeah, it is I weird. Guess. I don't know. That seems odd. But I thought Holloway won the first three rounds. Yeah. Yes. I, I think Holloway definitely won rounds one and two. Three was closer, but I still gave it to Holloway. So when we were watching the fight going into the fourth, I had Holloway up three nothing. Yeah. So And that's, I think everybody had Holloway one and two and Volkanovsky four and five. It was just yeah. that third round that yeah. was. Yeah. I haven't talked to a single person that said, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Volkanovsky could have won that. Right. No. Uh, Holloway won that fight. I thought it was pretty clear, and the only argument anybody's ever made was, well, Volkanovski had two takedowns. All right, well, if he had two takedowns, what about the two knockdowns that Holloway had yeah. at the end of round one and round two? Yeah. We, got, we got something good brewing over uh, here? We yeah. got, so for the record, we have the U, UFC fight night. They're actually fighting so, again on Fight Island. So this guy, we're, uh, this guy literally that. just fell. They brought the stool out, and he actually fell yeah. out of the cage, and they called the fight. He took, a, he took a few elbows to the head right at the end of the round. At the end of huh. Interesting. Hmm. It's not good for the brain. No. Not usually. On to the main event. Boring. Yep. It was boring. I think I'll let you get to it here, but I, I watched a lot of the prelims, a number of the prelims. I thought the prelims were better than the actual card, the main event card. Yeah. I thought the whole – the card – <laughs> the uh, main well, card was boring, right? And that's and that's the problem when you hype it up with three title fights and everything else. If yeah. they would have spread those out a little bit while they're over there, it may have helped. But I mean, you hyped it up for three title fights and two other big fights, and then it just yeah. kind of. Yep. So, you know that I'm not a big fan of. I mean, people won't watch the card; they just. They want to see knockout after knockout after knockout. You and I have had this yeah. conversation where 
we've watched enough UFC fights that we understand the technical factor. And yeah. When there's a good fight that's a chess match, for example, the Holloway fight was 100% a technical chess match out there. That's high level fighting. I don't I mean yes. Most and the 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 casual will watch a fight and think the only good fights are the, the ones where the guy got yeah. knocked out. Yeah, I agree with that. I, there's a good chance that guy got knocked out because his abilities were not very good. Yeah. When you if you watch enough cards, you'll realize the more up the card you go and you into the main events, the other, you're going to see a lot of <clears throat> technical yeah. a little slower because no one no one wants to get caught. Right. That's a chess match. Yeah, I I have no problem. I, I enjoy watching fights that go the distance as long as it's a good, entertaining, active fight. Doesn't right. have to be crazy high pace, but a lot in of these case, fights were not. Yeah, in this case, Usman Masvidal. I mean, if I'm going to give Masvidal, I'm going to give Usman some credit, and only because it's just really not a, a choice here. He did what he had to do to win the fight. Yes, he, he knew he had to hang on to Masvidal and put him in, against the cage. I think he underestimated Masvidal's ground game and takedown defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they would have stood and traded, Usman would have got his ass kicked. Yes. Yeah. He would have definitely got his ass kicked. And I was disappointed almost to the point on the way home. I'm like, do they need to revisit these rules? Because like you joked, you know, the, you know, the winemaking class. <laughs> he stomped on his toes. And at one point, that was the only thing he had done in the round. He had like forty-five strikes, and I'm like, "Yep, they're counting those as strikes." He's stepping on his yep. toes. So I, I think I said that to you guys on the way home. That to me, in the clinch, the foot stomp, you should make it illegal, not because it's dangerous, but be, for a, a boredom, yeah, factor. Because just, he stomped on his foot probably a couple hundred times, that's, that's and it didn't say. do anything. Did, to any, him. did anybody? It didn't, was there any count of like how many times he did it? I didn't look, but I, I mean, mean, through the five rounds, he had to have done it. On average, well, the, twenty to thirty the, times. Around. The one round you're referring to, where we noticed it, he threw like two punches. Usman did, and then they got into that clinch. And a couple minutes later, he had like forty five strikes in the round. Yeah. yeah, which means just in that round, he did it forty plus times. Yeah, and then you multiply it by I think there were three and a half rounds where he was doing that. <laughs> it it probably was pushing two hundred. I'm sure it was tough for Masvidal. I mean, he cut twenty pounds six days I, out. I think. You know, I know the weight cuts are somewhat normal. There's no way Masvidal's weight cut was as he would typically do it for a, for a fight. Right. This was short notice. He was traveling. He was quarantined. Uh, to me, I thought the weight cut, the short notice, and the travel looked like they took a toll on Masvidal. He didn't yeah. look as energetic as usual. I also didn't think I, he looked he looked as gassed as I expected him to be. Right. And I give him full credit for taking that fight on a week's notice, needing to fly halfway across the world and cut, cut 20 pounds. I mean, I I give him big-time props yeah. for do that, doing that, but I think it took a toll on him, and he wasn't as ready for that fight as he and typically is. How – I don't know, and maybe it wasn't as much as I think it was. How much later did he go over than everybody else? He didn't. He went over almost the same time oh, as okay. everybody else, All yeah. Right. He actually, I think he actually arrived before um, Usman. Okay. He took a private charter. Right. I just didn't know. I didn't hmm. know if he was there. I assumed he got there later than everybody else. No, I just think because he, he took it later and he had yeah, to quarantine I kind of assumed that myself. He took a private charter because. Yeah. And I know, I'm pretty sure this is the timeline. He took a private charter. And he actually arrived before Dana White because Dana White was on the charter plane that came over with like Usman. There was like two planes that went over. 
I believe. Maybe just one. Um, but he took a private there charter. There were a few because I watched the interview. I don't know what Dana White was on. I was listening to him. Oh, Dana was on a few planes. So I, I think he said three or four planes. That, that could be. But I know Dana was on the flight with Usman. And Masvidal, I believe the day before I posted the pictures, were like he was on the plane, he stopped for the pizza, did that thing. Yep. So I think he actually arrived prior. Just to, I don't know, because he can and his plane was available. So, But I don't, I don't think an, Usman should be proud. That proud. It's not like you went out and showed like you outclassed somebody. I mean, that's his big thing. Like, oh, I can't wait to get in there. I want it to go the distance. I want to break a guy. And like, you didn't outclass him. You just you hung on to him because you knew. And I couldn't tell if like because Mosfell didn't do anything. Like he just stood there. Like mm-hmm. nothing yeah. was going on. I mean, he yeah. and I couldn't tell if he was waiting for him to try to maybe burn out his arms and get tired, yeah. and then four and five like yeah, had that- some explosion. That was the one thing I questioned about Masvidal is when Usman had him pressed up against the cage for probably half of the 25 minutes, why didn't he force his way out of there? Yeah. I, I don't think and he did like- Usman is that much stronger that Masvidal couldn't have gotten out of it. Well, look at his take. He was three for 11 and take right. him. I, I would just think, especially come round five, when you probably think you're losing the fight on the card, the judges' scorecards – You've probably got to force your way out of that situation yeah. and make something happen. So I, I was a little disappointed Masvidal didn't do that. So Masvidal wants immediate rematch with a full camp. Yeah. And uh, he said he really wants that belt now, and he's not stopping until he gets, a, yeah. gets that belt. I don't have a problem with an immediate rematch, but I'm sure he's just saying that because who wouldn't want an immediate rematch for the belt? So I don't think he does get a rematch. I don't think he no, I love Masvidal. Gilbert Burns deserves a title shot. Yeah, he so, was he was he should have had that fight, and yeah. he deserves it. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find who tweeted it, but someone tweeted three potential matchups for Usman. It's Gilbert Burns. It's, I think well, Burns will be next. So it was Burns, Leon Edwards, and GSP. No, GSP's out. That's, he's he's done. They said he's GS, GSP is. Usman's pipe dream. That's Usman starting that rumor. Yeah, that he wants that fight okay. because he know he'll get paid. That's a Tyrone Woodley pipe dream too. But I, let's let's fight GSP past his prime. Yeah, GSP, in my opinion, is fully retired. Yeah, he's done. Legitimately yeah. retired. So those are the three that I saw. Yeah. And I don't know. I can't remember who tweeted it. I, I mean, saw it and I took like a you screenshot, say, but I can't see who tweeted it. Yeah, like you say, Burn, Burns was supposed to be in this fight. That's who Masvidal yeah. replaced. Yeah. And the only reason Burns wasn't in the fight was because some either he or somebody tested positive for COVID. To me, to me, you give it. him yeah he he deserves it. Yeah. Look up Leon Edwards real quick. Um, he definitely doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't deserve a title shot. But look him up. Uh, I can't remember the last time he fought. Yeah, like you say though, the GSP. Yeah, people tend to call out these retired legends. Past their prime because it's going to be a money draw, and, and they want to have a good chance of right. winning against a guy who's retired. Right. And they want to say like, "Oh, I beat GSP." Like, yeah, you, you didn't is. beat GSP fifteen years ago, yeah. where he would have mopped you. It's like uh, a couple of years ago, the scenario was different, but where uh, Anderson Silva stepped up last minute to fight Cormier at heavyweight, which is not Silva's weight class, and Silva way past his prime, and he did not look good. But it's like if you had that fight six or eight years earlier, the outcome is probably very different. He didn't look good, but he did start out the fight on the feet. He was beating Cormier. Yeah. 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 
So he fought almost a year ago, July 20th, 19. Did he win? Yes. Well, there's yeah. last five fights. Um, who were they? Or? So who, he's got who on, the and who won? He's on an eight-win fight streak. Okay. Um, Rafael De Anjos, Gunnar Nelson, Cerrone, Peter Sabata, Brian Barberne, Barberina. You can stop there. Okay. He hasn't beat anybody worth worthy right. of a title shot. Yeah. Yeah. So those are. Yep. He's 18th. He lost to he lost to Usman in 15. Yeah, that's. You know, I mean, you mentioned Dos Anjos has passed his prime as well. Cerrone. Yes. Cerrone's just in it for the paycheck. That's not really a. And that was two big years. Win. That was two years Correct. ago. So. Yeah. And. Uh, he's 18 and three. Yeah. So he's got to go out. He's got to go out and win another fight for his title shot. Just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Those are just the three names I saw. He's either got to win another fight, or he's gonna have to sit on the bench and wait for Burns to fight. Yeah. For comparison, Damien or uh, Gilbert Burns, he's won eight of his last nine. Last was against Tyrone Woodley, Damian Maya, Gunnar Nelson before that, and. Three of those were within the last ten months. Yeah, he's been more active recently. I, I just think you don't you don't take away the opportunity from Burns because he or somebody at his camp got sick. Yeah, no, it's he's, he, that doesn't take away the fact that he earned a shot. Yeah, he definitely should have the next title. There's no question yeah. about that. So I think he gets the next shot, and maybe you give Masvidal a fight in the in that same time frame. And, and if Masvidal wins that, then I don't have a problem with him getting another title shot, whether it be against Burns. Or I'd love to see uh, Edwards Masvidal. Yeah. I mean, they already had one interaction, and that didn't work out well yeah, for Edwards. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, take Leon Edwards and have him fight Masvidal and I mean, have the winner of that fight. He was feeling froggy because he was in London with all his boys and talked a little shit to Masvidal. And Masvidal yeah, you could have, you could have the up. two of them fight, and the winner of that fight, the winner of Burns. Uh, Burns Lusman. Lusman. I like that plan. Yeah. Call CFC if you need help planning that one. Yeah, buddy. I think Dana's got it taken care of. I'm sure he does. <laughs> There's a video out there he did. It might have been with Barstool where you tour the his facility. Yeah. He's got, a, like, a war room. Right. I yeah. would love to walk in there. Dude, yeah, there's just names all over the place. Yeah, he's got, like, plans and he's, potentials. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He was all looking for houses the other day in Abu Dhabi. I heard. Yep. <laughs> Which I heard that rumor, too. So they maybe he's buying the chunk of land. That arena, the, uh, yeah, the saw, ring is on. I saw the interview with him, and I think the media guy was like joking. He's like, "Did you find your house?" He's like, "You're funny. I just came back from looking." Yeah. So I, I've got a gut feeling he's going to end up with some property, UFC property. He'll probably get a house too, and Abu Dhabi could almost be like Las Vegas 2.0. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, someone said, "Are you ready to announce like October Abu Dhabi or, or September? I don't know when it was." And he's like, "I'm not ready to fully announce it yet." So yeah. it sounds like it's happening. A, it's just a, that's cool. Yeah, well, I, mean, I like it. Until Vegas gets off their yeah. Well, that's what he said. He going. said there's too much there's too much risk right now to go back to Vegas right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm even thinking long term past coronavirus right. because be you could have guys if you fight in Abu Dhabi. It's kind of it probably help some of the travel from yeah. And that that's what yeah. he mentioned because yep. they asked him one of the questions, and I think it was on ESPN. They were talking to him. They asked like what's gone like getting there and. Mm-hmm. everything else just the whole process and he says much easier for us to yeah. fight here just for because because if i if i stay in the u.s i'm going to burn out all the u.s fighters yep yeah yeah you think about something like you know like a conor mcgregor against nurmagomedov 
again. You know, if they were able to do that internationally where neither of them have to travel as far, I mean, right. maybe it helps convince those guys to yeah. have that fight again. But they got their own little, like, bubble. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. he said 10-mile square radius where it's only them and then whoever, obviously, working in the hotels and shit. Square, square radius? Square that's, radius. that's what he called it. All right. <laughs> Speaking of bubble, I'm going to shift gears here. I have a question. Did I miss something with the NBA bubble? Isn't it just NBA teams on Disney properties? Yeah, why would you say? Because I, I hear they're breaking the rules. No, I'm asking because I saw an article about Jimmy Butler today. Did you see it? No. Anybody? No. So they said somebody called security because they heard loud banging from Jimmy Butler's room. Well, from a room. So security went to check it out. And it was Jimmy Butler dribbling a basketball. Yeah, I, I thought. So I don't know about the rooms they're in. But, no, I thought Disney World or whatever was still open. Disney, no, Disney World is closed right now. They're not back open yet. So my question is, who the hell so called who, security and yeah, said, I have no idea. you know it's, who's in there, right? I mean, yeah. you're probably all the teams. Yeah, cause, so I heard the, a lot of guys are, like, breaking rules. They said, like, all the food you need, like, here in Disney, we can get it for you. And, like, people are ordering, like, yeah. Diner Dash and stuff and getting it delivered. Yeah, the one guy's got a quarantine now because yeah. he walked yeah. outside. Yeah, It's just silly, but. Yeah, I just want to ask. I'm like, did I miss something? Like, was some like yeah, yeah, I thought, husband and wife there with their four kids and be like, hey, we got a lot of banging over here, and then I, security I thought, checks it out. Oh, it's just Jimmy Di- Butler. He's thought, here for the NBA. I thought Disney was still closed. Yeah, I was. I read the article like I went through it like twice. I'm like, did I miss something? Like, right. I thought it was just yeah, NBA teams there, yeah. like at all the various hotels. Um, real quick on the UFC, on the prelims, Makwan. Amir Khani, he had that sweet anaconda choke oh, against yeah. Danny Henry. Oh, yeah. That was probably the – There's, like, what, 10 of us in the room? We're like, what is he doing? Yeah, because like even – Like, five seconds later, the guy's someone, Somebody's even – Even Matt said, he's like, what's he doing? That's not going to do anything. <laughs> That's not and effective. Then, yeah. And then three seconds later, Danny Henry was asleep. Yeah. So I thought that was probably the more exciting finish. And then the early prelims, the very first fight out, uh, Davey Grant had a walk-off knockout against Martin Day. You and I talked about this the other day in the car. Yeah, it was. He said in the post-fight interview, he was like, "Yeah, I knew this was the first fight ever in Abu Dhabi, or the first fight on Fight Island ever, and I wanted to make sure it was exciting." Literally a one punch. Well, he had more than one punch in the fight, but a one punch walk-off knockout. He walked right away. Then after the fight, called Dana White over the ring and told him he needed that 50k. Uh, Fight of the night bonus. <laughs> and broke he ended his up jaw. Getting a, oh, he did get But it. he broke his jaw. Two spots. Earlier in the fight and still hung in there and ended up getting a knockout broken, win. Broken jaw and two spots and a broken nose. Yep. He said, even in the post-fight interview, he kept touching his jaw. He's like, I can't really talk too well. My bone's sticking out here. And sure enough, he had yeah. a broken jaw. So, so Disney is open. They just yeah. recently opened. Yeah. I thought that but was That open. defeats the bubble. Right. <laughs> now you got people traveling there. Yeah, I don't. That's what I don't get. Unless they were like, oh hey, my I, gosh. I have no idea. I don't. Yeah, you would think that all the NBA players would just be in one hotel, a couple so that, hotels. You know, that basically cool. confirms that they've got people staying in the hotel with yeah. NBA players. Yeah, so somebody, some family was underneath them, <laughs> Jimmy Butler. They said they showed up in the room and he answered the door in like full practice gear, like just sweating. <laughs> <laughs> he was up there like, I like it. Loose. <laughs> That's great. Where's LeBron's dumbass staying? <laughs> Down there, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna get a. a walk. Oh, no. I thought we were gonna like. Oh no! Sneak oh, it no. by. And then <laughs> it's probably in the Snow White Castle. All right, we can move on. <laughs> Did any of you guys watch the the basketball tournament, the million dollar tournament? No. 
Neither did I. I don't even know what that is. They have a tournament every year. It's winner take all, million dollars. How many oh, teams are in it? Uh, 32, 16, something. 32, yeah. maybe. Some of these guys are ex-NBA players. So, yeah, so a lot of colleges have, like, alumni that yeah. play. Is this one you knew somebody that coached so, one of them or something? A kid I went to college with was coached, coached the overseas elite who won it three straight years in a row. Oh, really? He's, a, he's an assistant coach at Hofstra, the kid. I oh, okay. So, but, yeah, so he coached them and won it three straight years. Yeah. And, then, and got, like – you know, $20,000 or whatever it is. Some kid from, like, Marquette hit a game winner. Diener. Yeah. And he had to drop two grand at the bar that night on <laughs> drinks. <laughs> yeah. He oh, said. He I saw something about that. He mentioned no a couple days from. prior that he said, if we win this, I'm buying rounds at the bar. And then okay. <laughs> he hit the game winner. By the way, I think Joey Chestnut, as we talked about last week, has some competition. Dave Portnoy is pretty good to eat a watermelon. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> Um, you joke, but they'll probably set that up. <laughs> no barstool, probably. Oh, if, he, yeah. if, yeah. if he can get away with his exclusive deals and stuff, but yeah, uh, real- was watermelon eating on Joey's list <laughs> for the right amount of money? I think he'll eat anything. <laughs> You're probably right. So Dak, we did talk last week. He signed his franchise tag, but he was unable to reach a long term deal today. Yep. But Derrick Henry signed a four year, fifty million dollar deal. Yes, he did. Do you think that's worth the money? Four years, 50? Yes. Uh, yes, 100%. Because he did last year, his last 12, eight. 12 million a year or whatever, 13 and a half, whatever yeah. it is. Yes. Yeah. 25 and a half guaranteed. Yeah, I think that's a great, uh, to be honest, I think that's a great deal for Tennessee and Derrick Henry, you could argue, left some money on the table. 25 million guaranteed for a running back is pretty good considering yeah. their a, short careers. I don't even know what running backs get nowadays. Well, the franchise tag on a running back is, what, $15 Because remember, Le'Veon Bell didn't sign yeah. it, then he took less. So it's right around fourteen, fifteen. Well, look at what, didn't Le'Veon get four years, $80 million with the Jets? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Something like that? No, I thought he took or five years, 80. I, when I first saw it, I thought this was low, low for Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean, um, he... His last eight – so here's a cool stat. Last year, his last eight games, he ran for 1,300 yards. That's third best ever in the NFL. Are the Titans even close to a playoff team without him? No. No, because they signed Tannehill for a ton of money, and he didn't throw for – 200 yards in the and playoffs. Like, I think I have that written down here somewhere too. But, yeah, Tannehill did not – Did we get our knockout? According to, according to Spot Rack – Le'Veon Bell's was a four-year, fifty-two and a half million oh, okay. with twenty-seven guaranteed. I don't know. I so it's 80, but so they're similar contracts, and right now, Derrick Henry and Le'Veon Bell to me are not similar players. Yeah, right now they're not. Three years ago, yes. Three years, three years ago, Le'Veon Bell to Derrick Henry now, yes. Yeah. So looking back at old notes I have in here, my prediction was Usman to fight Masvidal. He just wrote that this morning. <laughs> he did. Like, like old old, old notes. He was like, Allie, you got you got that color pen that I used for this time. <laughs> I used to have some stuff in here about Tannehill somewhere, but I need that purple pen. You got the over unders of your Slim Jim eating. <laughs> yeah, I think at one point you had his stats, Tannehill stats in there and I did. I don't know. I just maybe it's been one of the first episodes. Maybe it's the aftershock of the Patrick Mahomes deal. Yeah. That you think you think about what Mahomes is doing, and I know the positions are completely different, but 
Derrick Henry put the Titans on his back to get them to the playoffs. He'll probably be doing it again this he year. Put and them then, on their back to take them to the AFC title yeah, game. And he literally just signed a deal for 10% of what <laughs> right. Mahomes just got. Now, I'm not expecting Derrick Henry to get $500 million, but you could argue you could probably pay him th- you know, a three-year deal for $100 million. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because what – and obviously – well, and maybe teams are learning and maybe – but as a player, I think I'd be mad. Is I forget what deal, what the deal that Gurley got with L.A. Obviously, he's not with them anymore, but mm-hmm. he got a pretty hefty deal with L.A. So yeah, and then I they think, caught him. Yeah, so I think teams are starting to realize that running back's not the his whole time in L.A. was sketchy. So from yeah, so with that in mind, from Derrick Henry's standpoint, why don't you try to go out and get a one-year thirty million dollar deal, and then if you Beast mode it again. Yeah. Well, he was restricted, so he couldn't go out. Oh. But, well, okay. but right. he, but, but yeah, but still, why not just sign the franchise tag for the one year fifteen? Yeah. And if you play well, that would maybe he thinks. The f- I maybe he thinks maybe he knows he doesn't because what he's probably been in the league what four years five years. So yeah. maybe he thinks I might only have four or five years left. Give me a four-year deal now, and then I'm, yeah. you know, that at that point he'll be almost ten years in. Our franchise tag is the money in that guaranteed. Yeah, because it's just the one year, fully guaranteed. Right. So therefore, I still think it'd be smarter for him to sign the franchise tag for whatever you just said, fifteen, which is more than his annual average on this new deal. Yeah. Go out, prove yourself in the one year, and then sign a two or three-year deal. You probably that's make a, more money. That's why I just don't know if he's worth. Like, is he? And obviously, you wouldn't want to think this way, but. Is he worried, oh, we signed Tannehill as our starting quarterback, and now, you know, they're going to hand me the ball 35 times. Can I handle 35 times a game for, you know? Yeah. That's, but, that's a lot. of. So Tannehill's yeah. contract was four years, $118 million, and Derrick Henry's franchise tag was $13 million. So, okay. Todd Gurley's deal in Los Angeles was a four-year, $60 million deal with 45 guaranteed. So you got an extra twenty guaranteed. Yeah, his guarantee money is almost as much as the entire the contract. Derrick Henry deal. Yeah. Um, and, may, and maybe that's what Henry's thinking. Look how quick Gurley went downhill. Does that you know? And he's a he's not a he's he's a guy that's going to go look for hits. Yep. So this is going to piss um, me off. I can't find the Tannehill stats. So I'm going to have to look it up. It was like one ten and like seventy nine yards. Or something. It was terrible. Yeah, it was it definitely wasn't worth the money. I wanted so. Yeah. I don't know. I'll figure it out some other time. Um, sticking with football, breaking news per my sources. Uh, New Era is backing out of the deal with Buffalo. Yeah, I read that. They, they had to. I think. I they think broke. They, huh? They broke. No, they made some uh, decisions. They were not treating the workers well during the whole pandemic. Um, new era wasn't. New era wasn't. Um, and a couple people, governors and stuff, have made comments about new era as a company. And they said the bills need to get out of this deal. It may affect them. Although the Pagulas weren't treating employees well either since they <laughs> the, fired everyone that worked for the Sabres. So there's that. I, so I've... So I saw that, and from what I read, they were trying to work out a deal. So it wasn't just back out of the contract. Sounds like New Era is going to owe them 
some money. Yeah, yeah. Some, I com- think. some big compensation yes. to get out of the deal. Correct. Right. New yeah, Era's got to buy their way out of the deal. Yeah. They're not just walking As away they from should. It. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah, not just was, walking um, away from it. I can't remember the guy's name in, in Buffalo, but political guy, but he, he made some comments. Some other people made some comments about it. So the bill, I think, I who knows, maybe the bills went to New Era and said, listen. Do something. So I, today I saw they mutual, mutually agreed, but yeah, New Era's got to make some See, I didn't read all the, money. I just saw mostly the headline, yeah, kind it, of. It happened probably, probably three, four weeks ago when everything happened with New Era. I didn't even so. see that. I didn't know if it was similar to the Under Armour situation where they're backing out of LA, or UCLA. No, no. I th- always thought, you know, New Era, the brand, had a pretty positive image. They make a good product. You don't know anything about behind the scenes of the employees, but, you know, they had – was their headquarters in Buffalo? Or was yeah. It just, yeah, nope. that's what I thought. Head their headquarters in Buffalo. They got that flagship store downtown, downtown Buffalo. It yeah. seemed like – it always seemed like the perfect match. Right. There's right. some teams and then their stadium name rights that just don't mesh well. And for me, the city of Buffalo in general with New Era sponsoring just seemed like the perfect match. So. I'm just curious where they're going to go with – Just go back to the Ralph, baby. No. Nah. What? Bad juju. No, come on. You don't. Four Super Bowls. That they lost. Unfortunately, yeah, they lost them all. <laughs> but unfortunately, we're in the era where you're not going to go with a right. a stadium that doesn't have a naming rights. <laughs> yeah, you're not no. going to turn down a five-year, $500 million deal just to honor somebody, unfortunately. Right. There's been talk of um, Bison or um, – I can't think of the other comp- food company in Buffalo. Um, General Mills. Rich. General Mills. Rich Products. General Mills is there. Yep. You can always smell cereal on uh, <laughs> Cheerios. <highway>. Yeah. Cheerios. <laughs> Cheerios. Lucky <laughs> Charms. And that's no joke. Right down the 190. The about one, exit the like. The 190 downtown. About exit as you're two going, or three. As you're going to the Sabres <laughs> Arena, you can smell it's whatever. Like by, it's like going by the cheese factory here. <laughs> yeah. You can legitimately smell whatever cereal yeah. they're making that day. That's pretty cool. Fabulous. Labatt Blue, maybe. I mean. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stay if, if they I go mean, with a Buffalo base. Think about how many different companies, how many different naming rights the Sabers have had on that arena in the last. Oh, they've had. They probably had four or five in the last ten years. So that arena opened in 97, 97, 98 season, and it's always been a bank. But I bet it's been ten different names. Yeah. in those twenty three years, there was. It's crazy. It was, it was originally Marine Midland Arena. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. HSBC. Yeah. Um, uh, there was First, First Niagara. Recently, it's been First Niagara. It's Key Bank now. Key Bank. I wonder if Key Bank would just step up. That's, I was kind of wondering that, too. Maybe they yeah. got a good relationship with the Pagulas, I'm assuming. Maybe they just double dip there. Hit up the old five-star five bank. I doubt that's going to happen. That's for you, Hobbs. I know you're going to listen. There you go. What's up, Hobbs? Hobbs, Hobbs throw your money at him. It's one of the buddies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> makes sense. Why didn't you say that? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say that. I know my buddy's watching. He works there. Yeah. So you had a question for us. I did. Oh, so boy. I'll let you ask the question. So this was. By the way, when you when you sent I this was, text, I like looked at. It I and think I was Ru- like, after the text Russ sent today, I think he just like missed it. I looked at the text. No, no, okay. No, I didn't. I looked at the text. I'm like. Well, this was easy. I knew the two teams just like yeah. that. That's why I asked them, so, like, all sports. Like, right. Okay. Before you get to it, I, I was, I think I was listening to our last episode on uh, the Apple Podcast app, and 
once it's finished, it goes back to like an older episode. Yeah, and it went into another scenario where he had a question for us. And in that episode, what his, was the question? It was like a five minute run on sentence. Your question was. <laughs> so at least I have faith this one's gonna be a little. Do bit we need shorter. to get him to like pre write cue cards? <laughs> Here's the question. All right, go ahead, ask your question. So, so the I I did hear the question on Barstool yesterday, but they asked teams, and, and for them it was pro teams. I opened you guys pro and college. That's why I asked the question. Yep. So pro and college teams that always get kind of national attention if you want to say hype around them for the season, but never, I shouldn't say never are successful, but don't rarely succeed, rarely like win championships and and underperform. Yeah. Okay. Same two teams. Same two teams. Oh yeah. I just, I assume they were the text. I'm like, this one's easy. So I didn't put a ton of thought into this and I don't watch much college sports. So I kind of ignored the college part and it sounds like you, Probably went towards college. Uh, one of them. On at least one. So I have two. I've thought of two. The one that first popped into my head is the Dallas Cowboys. That, that popped in my head and the show I was listening to, that was one that popped oh, up as okay. well. So, And one of the reasons why is I hate every time when they come on, they call them America's team. Right. They don't represent everyone <laughs> in America. Nope. No. And obviously they've won Super Bowls, but what, 30 years ago. I was going to say, they, their last Super Bowl win was 1995. So we're talking 25 years yeah. since. And when you ask this question I, that I, they lack success, to me that means championships. Right. Flat out, that's all that means. Yeah. So their last one is 25 years ago. So that was one of them. The other one, which I don't, I'm assuming you didn't get to, I'm a hockey guy, and I get sick of hearing about the Toronto Maple Leafs being – Toronto is the hot, one of the hockey meccas of the world. I think I actually said that last time when they're talking about the hub cities. Yeah. Toronto is probably the biggest hockey market in the world to the point that we've had two expansion teams, uh, Las Vegas and Seattle's coming in in a year or so. When they were debating on those cities, they actually seriously debated about giving Toronto a second team. So I remember that. That's how big yeah. the market is there. Yep. Their last Stanley Cup. 1967. Ooh, big hub. Way to go, Leafs. Yeah. (laughs) So, there's my two answers. Yeah. That. So, Leafs came up. I thought of that one, and I posed the question to my my buddies as well. (laughs) Please not on the microphone. (laughs) But um, yeah. So, Cowboys came to my attention first, and then being here around this area, Syracuse basketball came to my mind. It's a good one. They. Everyone just, everyone dude, just, wiener, ever, yeah, dude. He looks like he's gonna explode. He wants 20, to answer this so much. <laughs> 20, 20 and zero every year, and they're like, "Oh, this is the year," and yeah. then they lose eight of the next ten yeah. games. And Bayheim still picks his nose. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Three um, knuckles deep. I got a, I had a couple. Um, if you Red Sox prior to 04, you could say was because they were still a very good team back then, but since then, obviously, what yeah, four yeah. titles or whatever. Yeah. Um, Texas football. That's yeah, sauce, but I'm a Longhorns fan. But <laughs> they're they're always obviously got the Vince Young what oh four th- five whatever that might be one of the greatest college football games yeah. ever. But yeah. yes, um, but in in Texas's defense, yeah. the whole state itself is like yeah. I, I think my they're always hyped football. In, I right their their boosters are through the roof. Yeah, and they yeah. just fall flat. Yeah. It seems like the past yeah. 10, 15 years. And to them, to their boosters and their administration, it's it's extremely unacceptable. They're like in a big tug of war down there, I do believe. With, I think the coach they brought in, though, I can't think of his name, 
He made improvements. Um, Herman, Tom Herman. Yeah, he made improvements. So yeah, um, Vince Vince Young. That was the year yeah. he was USC and Leonard. Yeah. 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 Okay. Reggie Bush. Okay. And then a couple other teams I hit. People around here are gonna get mad at me, but Penn State football. I, I don't know if there's as much national attention on them though. I would say no. That, I think that we just says know it's more regional within a few hours of there. Yeah. They're in the Big Ten, so yeah. they do talk about them during college football season if they're um, doing well. I think Miami football is. I think there's always a lot of wow. hype around Miami because of you in the '80s, right? Right. But obviously, since then, yeah. not much has happened. No. Um, the Knicks. It's a good one. So I, I have a, I have a long list, but I'll let you. Do you want to get into mine? Do, do it. I we haven't mentioned yours, right? It's college. Well, you did mention one of them. Okay. But you guys want me to go? Sure. I was just going to say that I think the Knicks has gone from hype to just sadness the last couple. <laughs> right, of decades. but there's always net right. There's always national attention around there's them. Expectation, and, yeah, because they're a New York team. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> My first team's the Knicks. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, they have their own damn channel for crying out loud here in New York, where we watch you know MSG. Yep. But there's another New York team that has their own channel that they probably get a lot of hype that they shouldn't. If you're talking about the Yankees, no. I'm talking about the Mets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think every team has their own channel, though, if you live in their yeah, local market. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Could be. But the best word is expectation. I'm so tired of hearing I'm not even a huge NBA fan, but all we hear about is every – somehow the Knicks enters conversation. <laughs> uh, every time. We got to talk about the Knicks. We got to talk about the Knicks. Well, it's good or bad. It's like there's – and they've been so bad lately. It's like every time someone's a free agent, they're like, well, does he go to New York? <laughs> right. Well, does he go to New York? I don't really care. The Knicks yeah, are yeah. garbage. And we, I think we talked about this before. There is zero excuse for any team in New York City to not put a – doesn't have to be championship quality, but at least quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're in the biggest market in the U.S. <laughs> you have zero excuse to not put a quality team. Last five years, the Knicks – are we'll start from 2014 15, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they are they were 17 and 65, uh, 15 16, 32 and 50, 16 to 17, 31 and 51, 17 18, 29 and 53. Oh, it gets so much better, yeah. Uh, 18 and 19, they went 17 and 65. <laughs> so, and the last time they had a winning season was 2010 and 2014, they had a decent year. Uh, but if you go back further than that, their last winning season, year 2000. I don't know about you, but I think it was just a freshman <laughs> in high school. So, I so that. I, I don't even think I was in high school. So there's always comparisons about uh, the team that wins college football national championship against the worst NFL team. Right. Yeah. There would be no comparison. So do you, th- do you think if you took the Ooh. best, if I you did that same scenario, the whatever team won the national championship against the Knicks in like a seven-game series each one of those years? Mm, no, I it'd be closer seven. than a football game. Yeah, I think it would be closer than a football game, but I still don't think it's close. There's less physicality in basketball compared to football. So, All right. what's what's your other team? Because I, I have one. I have one more college team written down. He's got half the country written down. I do. Here. No, I, I think there's like 20 probably college programs you could mention this about in this conversation. But. So my my next team is a college football team, and in fact. This conversation came up yesterday with someone who always gives me the the horns down sign every time I see him at the golf course. And I always rebuttal with, hey, is Notre Dame playing their games on the History Channel? I'm just curious since you guys all live in the past. So that's my team is Notre Dame. Uh, I'm going to. 
probably catch some flack from Geezy and Mustaco in this, but I've had this conversation with Geezy. My dad, te- I texted my dad the question too, and Notre Dame was one of the ones he came back with. And the big reason why is Notre Dame has like a don't they have a contract to air all their games on right. ABC or NBC? On NBC, yeah, they have a huge contract on NBC. So nobody gives a shit about you, Notre Dame. <laughs> like you're, and who watches football on NBC? You're I'm so just, overrated. <laughs> it's it's unreal. Football, so Notre Dame, in the last twenty years, they've only they've had. Seven times they've won 10-plus games in the last 20 years, and three of those times is the last three years. What happened last time they went to a national title game? I believe they got beat by, like, 40. 40, <laughs> because they don't play in a conference. They don't play in a really quality schedule. And they are 19-19 and 19 in bowl games, major bowls. That's not a really good record for your university. Listen, Rudy ain't coming back, <laughs> just so we're clear. Rudy's not coming back to save the program. Another big one up in that area is Michigan football. But Michigan, I feel like, has been more successful than Notre Dame. They've been, yeah, but they still, I mean, since Harbaugh's been there, they 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 didn't live bar- up. They barely sniffed the. Well, they haven't lived up to expectations because they had a quality program, right. quality history, and then you bring in an NFL coach, right? Yeah. And you and you don't really succeed. Not a good look. But Notre Dame more overrated than Michigan. To the house, take it to the house. <laughs> I'm glad you said them. I Gonzaga basketball in there, but that's a, you know what though that's true because every year Gonzaga doesn't play in a great conference right in the whack. Yeah, but there but every year it seems like they're like you know top five in the rankings every week and then they just keep this is the year this is the year obviously closest year they came was when they Carolina beat them three years ago right and then they play a major conference team in the final four and get just right. kicked out of the gym. Didn't see that one coming. Adam Morrison ain't coming back to save that program. It's my diabetes brother. Yeah. Looks like Jesus. <laughs> Looks like Jesus. But yeah, never been a fan of Notre Dame. The next thing I just, it was just kind of like a, that was just kind of my first thought. The Notre Dame one was like my first one. I'm like, oh, literally, I just had this conversation. Guy gives me the horns down thing. I'm like, hey, where are they, they playing the games on History Channel again? <laughs> Because they always win those games, right? They don't, always just pre air. Don't get Tony into that, dude. He, he goes off for an hour about the 80s when he was in school. There. And he was in the movie, Rudy. <laughs> he was. Technically, he was in the movie because you'll have to ask him who Notre Dame played that day, but they filmed Rudy in between, like, at halftime. They brought him out and did filming, so they had, like, crowd and stuff. And Tony was at one of the games when they filmed Rudy. Sweet. Yeah, so, I mean, Tony, they should put you in the credits. They better. <laughs> so, in this category, could you throw Ricky Fowler in the majors? Ooh. Before we just start this conversation, I did think about that, like people who've underperformed. I don't, not in a negative way, because Fowler, granted, not yet won a major. He did, like, three years ago, finish top five in all the majors with yeah, a probably. couple runner-ups. Just kind of was like he does have a players, which is yeah big. Which he won the players the week they voted on the most overrated player on tour, and it was him. Right, <laughs> motivation. That was the year he won the made or the won the players. Yep. But yeah, I'd love to see. I could see your point, but, but there's been a lot of great players who've had great careers in golf and never won a major. You know what I mean? They they call him Hall of Famers, Montgomery. Also one of the biggest assholes that ever played the game, but he's one of them. What if Sergio never won a major? Right. 
Right. All right. They obviously hands down Hall of Famer. I'm gonna say what ten years ago, Lee Westwood always named that. Yeah. Came still up. doesn't have one. Yeah. Yeah, that's never, another guy. Never will. Probably not because he's getting too old at this point. But yeah, another guy I like and I wish would have won one. Yeah. I always wanted Westwood to win the Masters or the Open, British Open. That was just always my. <clears throat> you have guys. We all do it. You have guys you'd want to see win a major. And every year when you're watching majors, there's always a guy or two in contention. You're like, yeah. don't want him to win. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Every year. Yeah, Patrick Reed. Yes. <laughs> the uh, Molinari when he won. I don't mind Molinari. I'm really a fan of him. Which one did he win a couple years ago? He won the Open. He won the Open. Or Tiger. Yeah. But that was, yeah. But I'll admit I was rooting hard against Molinari at the Masters. I'm like. Right. I believe my but words that's... were, on 15, this one's wet. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, remind me again where the ball went. I believe in the water. Okay. After, knew that was gone. I after, knew it was after it hit the, the pine tree. <laughs> after it, I had this gut feeling. I'm like, this thing's going in the pond. All right, what's next? Um, he's got another question. Yeah. So you guys, this one I didn't is, research, by the way. Yeah. No. Either. Yeah. So there's a map put up by, and this is based on data from sports housing and rec- recreational tourism stats. Whatever you want to. That's a real thing. What that apparently. The most popular team in each state. So I'm going to give you guys a couple states, and I want you to tell me what you think the most popular team in that state is. So before you do that, this is you Pro somewhat mentioned this earlier, and I kind of side rolled my eyes because you don't know what data. Yeah, exactly. Produced this. Well, and it's like yeah, political. None polls. of the three of us were asked. I guarantee right. you that. Yeah, yeah there's a couple on here. I'm just like well, maybe ahead in the polls. Maybe they hacked into my <laughs> yeah. TV box to see what games I'm watching. But okay. yeah, it's like political Anyways. polls. Like, oh, he's ahead in the polls. I'm like, what polls? Yeah, yeah. Who got asked? Yeah. The four four old ladies at the coffee table in the morning. <laughs> so one state of Michigan, most popular team in the state of Michigan, college or pro. College or pro, I'd say Michigan football. I would. That was my first guess. Ohio State. <laughs> Yeah. Again, I'm going to refer back to my first question. Right. Who'd they ask? Yeah. People guess, in Ohio? When I saw that, I was like, huh? Because my second thought would have been the Detroit Red Wings. Right. Not Ohio, not the biggest rival to the University of Michigan. And I can tell you that if you're in downtown Columbus and you're wearing Michigan gear, right. you're not safe. Yeah. Another uh Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Green Bay Packers? Yeah. You would think that's... Yes. It says the Bucks. But I obviously, if they did okay. it this year, right? The Bucks yeah. have been successful the past sure. three, four years. Yes. So if you think about that, at least it's I don't a, know. At least it's a Wisconsin based yeah, at least it's team. Logical is one or the other. Okay. Seattle. <laughs> Seattle, I would say the Seahawks. Well, obviously, it's not that. It's a too obvious of a question. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> Seattle Supersonics. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which they do want to bring back, I heard. Right. But still, I'm like, where did they. Who did they pull and get these answers? The Those are only some of the big ones. A lot, so a lot of the other ones like make sense. Yeah. At least some you can make sense out of it. <laughs> but this, like, I get Yankees in Montana. That just seems odd. There's nothing because nothing's going on in <laughs> right. Montana. But yeah, those, that Seattle, Michigan, and Wisconsin ones just stuck out to me. Like that's just give us another one. Give us uh, two more. I like how, this game. How about Louisiana? The Saints. LSU. Uh, yeah. The Pelicans. Okay, well, at least it's in Louisiana. It's, it's there. Alaska. 
Alaska. Ooh. Alaska is going to be the New York Rangers or the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> You're close. You're Yankees? in the right vicinity. Yankees? Celtics. Oh, Interesting. Man. Okay. Not close, in my opinion. I thought, so Scott Gomez has multiple Stanley Cups. He's from Alaska. Oh. Split time with the Devils and Rangers. I, I see where you're going. That was going. my I logic. like that. One more, then we'll like get the, the baseball At least that was a random vote that had some logic behind right. it. Right. Yeah. Um, let's go Georgia. Georgia. It's probably not the Bulldogs, because that'd be the obvious question. Uh, like every other state, besides a couple yeah. we've mentioned already, have been a team from that state. So, so I think I think the Falcons, Falcons. will be the most popular. Braves. Okay. I mean, still in Atlanta, but. Yeah. Another odd one was Florida. It's a team from Florida, but it just seemed like the odd one to me. Tampa Bay Lady? No, it was the Marlins. Really? And I don't know if it's because it's a Miami Maybe they should thing. show like, up to the games and support them then. Because I, I, I just think about three big universities. There was University of Miami, Florida State, Florida. You got Tampa Bay, the Rays, Lightning. The Marlins seemed like the yeah. oddball out. Jaguars right. have been good. Well, obviously not the past couple of years, but before then. So, But in the past 25 years, they got two the Marlins series. have the most championships probably right. in that state. The Lightning have yeah. won. Florida State's got a couple of titles, but that's why that being down south, because in looking at the map, the southern states, there was a lot of college teams. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, well, it's, we've talked about in the south, it's you know, yeah, it's college football, it's college football, high school football, then church. Yeah, that's yeah, usually so the order. So I, was, I was surprised that Florida was a pro team. So, for our baseball predictions, I, I looked at this and I just had a mental block. Because I don't know what the hell's going. We got guys sitting out. I just I don't know. So I just I did quick predictions. I'll give you my thoughts on who's going to win the divisions, and then I'll just tell you who I think is going to win overall, and then I'll let you two hash it out. Make play nice. So for the AL East, had the Yankees winning. AL Central had the Cleveland potentially changing their name, Indians winning. <laughs> uh, for the West, I have the Angels winning. Which, by the way, I didn't realize the Angels had a really poor record last year. Really uh, poor. I like that pick, though. I like yeah. that. Uh, for a wild card team, I got Boston, but then I realized, mm-hmm. isn't the playoffs expanding no. this year? No. 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 Still the same. Is it? Yep. Okay. I think there were debates on that early in the negotiations for the season, but no, they're going with their standard playoff format as of right now. Oh, I thought they were adding, like, another team. I thought we talked about that at one time. Uh, there was a, there was debate for it. Yeah. It was up for they discussion. Are. They are they are not, though. Okay. <laughs> Uh, for the NL, for the East, I have the Braves winning. Central, I have the Cubs. For the West, I have the Dodgers because there's really nobody in the West. It's pretty pretty bad. Now we know why the Dodgers won 106 games last year. And then wild card, I have Washington. Uh, World Series matchup, I have Yankees playing the Braves, which you and I are going to watch together, drink <laughs> a lot of beer. And I'm really sorry the Yankees are going to beat the Braves. Moving on, what do you got for baseball? Okay. Um, all right, we'll go toe-to-toe here, Adam. All right. So I did division winners. I picked two wild-card two teams wild for the play-in game. MVP and Cy Young? MVP and Cy Young. All right, yep. I did the same. All right, let's start in the AL because we're NL fans. Right. So AL East, with their pitching, I have a Tampa Bay Rays winning Ooh. the AL East. I got the Yankees. Okay. 
The Rays? Yep. Hey, short season, baby. That's a couple of my picks are because it's a short season. Yeah. So you got to factor in the 60-game season, Guys who they're playing. Yeah. They're playing their division and the opposite. Think like about the it. The, 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 the Rays get to play the, the Marlins and the Mets. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, because it's not – it's all, all like – if yeah. you look, Geographical, right? Yeah. Okay. If you look based on last year's stats and on paper this year, the Rays have a top five starting rotation. So I had I had go. them as one of my wild card teams, and I crossed them off. Okay. So AL East, I have the Rays. You have the Yankees. Yes. AL Central, I have a young, surprising team. I think the Chicago White Sox are going to win the Central. I've got the Twins. Okay. I think the addition of Donaldson is big. Okay. We got in the West. I got the Angels. I went with Kyle's pick. Because of short season. I also have the Angels. And Rendon. And I think people forget they added Rendon and Shohei Otani is healthy. Yes. I think they'll have a pretty dynamite offense. If it's a full season, I don't think they win it, but short season. Agreed. I think. All right. So, who's your wild card? You kind of mentioned them. I got got the Astros and the Indians. Okay. I've got the Astros and the Yankees in the wild card. My AL MVP until oh, he... I, I didn't go by. I went by. I just went overall MVP. Right. Isn't overall I, got, MVP? I, got, I got I got an AL MVP though. You went the way they don't vote it in the yeah, in the league. I just went. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why I did that. Okay. Uh, my AL MVP is Mike Trout. To me, he's still the best player in baseball, and especially like we just said with that lineup, he could have a monster sixty games. I'm going to take Rendon. Okay. And the AL Cy Young, to me, Garrett Cole is the best pitcher in baseball, and he'll. I got I got a surprise in the AL, Corey Kluber. With the Rangers, AL West okay. isn't stacked. Like I said, obviously we got the Angels and Astros, but the NL West isn't great, as Kyle mentioned. So that yeah, was a little shy. I mean, like I got, we've I talked how we don't really look at that because we're in the Eastern and West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. scary. I got I got Kluber in the AL Cy Young. Okay. I know you've got one in the NL East. <laughs> you you know it. I also have the Braves winning the NL East. Uh, Central, to me, the Central, the NL Central was probably the toughest one to pick. Yes. And I think it could be a wide open race, but I think the Brewers will still win the NL Central. I took the Cubs. I don't know why. Just for something. Yeah. <laughs> odd, I guess. To your point, I, I looked at it and I was like, eh, I don't know. I think those, yeah, Cubs, Cubs, Cardinals, and. Brewers, I think it's just yeah. So I think the Pirates, maybe you know. <laughs> no, the, the only thing with the Cardinals, I don't trust their pitching right now, and they just had yeah that young that good young stud who said he's not competing right. this year. Yeah, and I think that's going to hurt them. The Brewers, Christian Yelich is still one of the top ten players in baseball. They are also well set where they they didn't know. I think they didn't know what to do with Ryan Braun. And now yeah. he's a perfect DH candidate. Correct. So I think as far as the NL teams go, they're one of the better ones that are set up with the DH, having Ryan Braun. And I believe they have a pretty lights-out bullpen. Yeah. So I think. Yeah, the only, the only place they could struggle is starting pitching. Yes. And yep. it's been like that for the past five years, but somehow they, they always, always seem to <laughs> figure yeah. it out I, somehow. I think their offense and their bullpen late in the games will help them out big time. So I got the Brewers winning the Central. Uh, the NL West, the Dodgers. Yeah. To I me, do. on paper, the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. I, 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 Even yeah. without Price. Yeah. Price is. Well, yeah. You, well, you add bets, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got, you got Clayton Kershaw, who over the last decade, 12 years, I don't know, to me he's probably been the best and most, uh, what word am I looking for, reliable pitcher over mm-hmm. the last decade. Ignoring some of the playoff hiccups. This is regular season. He's Which been could be in question again because he still thinks it's possible that the Astros were. Yes. Right. Call, yeah. <clears throat> yes, exactly. But as he's getting older, he's one of the guys that I think will benefit from a shortened season. He's going to have some more energy, you know, the games that really matter late in the season and then going into the playoffs. And then I think Walker Bueller is a guy that probably doesn't get talked about enough. That to me, Kershaw Bueller is a one hell of a one-two punch. Yes. Plus, arguably the best lineup in baseball. And where, where did Ryu go? Toronto. Toronto, that's right. I knew it was a oddball. Yep. So I've got the Dodgers winning the West, and I think they're the best team in baseball. I got Dodgers. You agree well. with that? Okay. Not that they're the best team in baseball. Wild card in the NL is. So you think the Braves are the best team in baseball? <laughs> Wild card, I get a little bit funky. Um, I think the Phillies will get into they're, the NL wild card. They're my, they're my top wild. They always start hot and then they collapse in the end of the year. So maybe sixty games is their, like the Mets. That's that's their key. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then another young team that I think could put together a good sixty game stretch. I think the Reds will get in as an NL wild card. So team. I debated Reds or Cardinals, and I ended up going Cardinals. Okay. So I left. Washington out and Milwaukee. I think Washington, even though they got the pitching, I just I don't see them making the playoffs. So another per my sources breaking news for you guys. The every team in the league will use artificial noise this season in baseball. It's mandated and supplied by MLB. The crowd noise will come directly from the video game MLB the show. Don't know how true that is, but per my sources. <laughs> Interesting. So I wonder if that is to Either Round out. A, make it feel a little more normal for the players, or B, drown, drown out, out the swear words <laughs> right. so that censorship isn't as big of an issue. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, I think baseball is one of those like they're wide out in the open. Like, yeah. Depending on where those mics are, you could pick up anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go Cy Young first. Who you got? NL Cy Young. You can call me Homer, but me Mike Soroka. Okay. Any guesses who he plays for? Kind <laughs> <laughs> of look it up. Another Braves prospect. Uh, Cy Young, I think, will be a New York sweep, and DeGrom gets it again in New York. Oh, if he pitches. Had if MRI pitches. today. Okay. He's got some I made this stiffness. selection not knowing DeGrom had potential injuries. Well, I just read it at the bottom like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> okay. As I sit here right now not knowing the results of that MRI, I think they, Jake DeGrom. So I'm assuming you're NL MVP. You got it, boy. Okay. I'm going to give Acuna Jr. I think he's going to be in the battle, and he'll come second in voting. I think Mookie Betts has a monster yeah. year in L.A., and he's the NL MVP. Yeah, I think. But I do think it'll be a close race with Acuna. I got Acuna going 25-25. I think 60 he, games? I think, I think he. Can we bet on this? I think he pushes it hard to get it. I mean, you're already down five bucks, so you might as well lose another five. We might have to come up with a bet on that somehow. I think Mookie bets. I think 25. I, th- I think he goes 
25, 25. Oh, he's, my back, he's backing off. That was like that my, that was my, that. that was like my stretch. Was it the but wheels? We, but we even, we even talked about 2020 <laughs> being a really good year this year. So yes, 2020 has been a shit year in general. <laughs> I, I, I year. think, I think he pushes it yeah. to get it just cause he finished three stolen bases shy at 40, 40 last year. Okay. Can't wait to hear this, but, and that lineup is stacked by the way. So I didn't write anything down. I didn't write a World Series down. Based but. on these selections, I'm going to get a little crazy and think we end up with an all Los Angeles World Series. Ooh. Dodgers and Angels. I got, I got, I'm going to go with the battle of the name changes. Braves, Indians. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Just because. It's possible. <laughs> All right. So I don't, I don't think we want to dive into that name change thing, but the one interesting note. So the, so the Redskins have said they are changing their name. Have they announced the name yet? I don't think they no, have. They okay. just said they're changing. But the, the one interesting point on that is there's some guy that trademarked 40 potential names. <laughs> this one guy went and trademarked them all under his own name. And he got them? So that, yeah, so that the Redskins can't get them. And I think he's just trying to set himself up so if they really want one, they, they might have to buy it off them. <laughs> that's, that, dude, that's, that's a smart move. It's a smart move. Do we know where this list is at? I don't. Is it, was the Washington Sentinels on there? Because that's my pick. Sentinels? Yeah, from the, the replacements. Got the, they did the pay oh. probably uh, <laughs> the production <laughs> company. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. interesting. That is interesting. I've heard Warriors, Red Tails, and Red Hawks is some of the leading candidates. I I've think, heard Senators because yeah. they yeah, used yeah. to have, obviously, Washington yeah. Senators for baseball. So yeah. I, I've heard bringing that back potentially. Yeah. Somebody mentioned a team... I don't. Oh, it might have been Warriors because the Redskins do have the helmets with like the spear kind of on them, so they wouldn't have to change their helmets. Yeah, yeah. So they could keep those. But do you think they? I don't think they've said this. Do you think they keep the same color scheme, or do you think they completely rebrand and go with different? Right? Colors? Is that the thing? Like, you could just rebrand, rebrand because most NFL jerseys don't really. They have like the small logo on them, but color wise, they're similar. You could you could just go rebrand everything and how much? Uh, well, I say this, but the Redskins obviously don't have. They haven't been successful in the past right. ten years. I don't think. That Where, whereas, if you have a team like in New York or L.A. that says, "Hey, we're just going to rebrand yeah. and change everything," like you're going to sell a ton. Yeah, I think but I don't. They don't have the ability to do that. I don't think. See, I think they do. I think any pro sports franchise that completely rebrands, new colors, and everything, you're going to sell enough to. To make it worthwhile, yeah. it'd be it'd be neat to. Now that you bring it up, I think you do have to change your color scheme, just to kind of like complete that branding. Yeah. And they got to do it quick, right? I mean, yeah. you oh, think yeah. you month and a half, quick. month and a half, right? I yeah. mean, training camp starts in what? Can we get some new two uniforms weeks. now? Right. Print those things. That's why I don't think they will. Training camp starts in two weeks, and obviously this is just coming out. I don't. Can you get? I don't. Maybe you can. I don't. I don't know how quick all that stuff happens, but. Seems awful quick to turn everything around, but maybe a, maybe you make it happen. We're about to find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're about to find out. Anything else, gentlemen? Good luck this weekend. Yeah, good luck, boys. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck. You're gonna need it. I'm aware. I was talking to him. Okay. I'm just gonna steal Russ's money on Friday. I'll take that bet that you don't take his money on Friday. Oh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> So, all right, all right gentlemen. Well, good luck this weekend. Sounds good. All right. See you.